Hello and welcome to the first podcast of 2024. I hope you guys are well. I'm just sending so much love. Like, I know sometimes that a new year can bring, you know, the New Year's scaries and stuff like that. And I just thought I'd kind of break a few things down. And then I do want to go into things around food and exercise as I feel like obviously every time of the year is a time to work on your relationship with food but I feel that it's kind of I don't know what the word is but there's a lot of pressure around it when it's a new year and we all feel like you know I've had times in the past where all my new year's resolutions were around food and exercise and getting a better body and all of these things. And so I just thought I would share some stuff. Now, literally all of these things that I'm gonna be going through are, I've got questions basically from my podcast Instagram and I've just put them all together and I'm just gonna go through them. But starting with New Year's resolutions, I actually, I spoke about this on a YouTube video recently and a little bit on my stories, but not too much. But I don't have a crazy amount of news resolutions. Now, I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying that I've always been a goal-driven person, but like literally from the age of like maybe 13, I was crazy about it. Like I would be writing all my goals down and you know, some of them were cool and some of them were inspiring, but then some would be like, like they were so detailed. And obviously as I got older, they got like more detailed in a way of like, okay, wake up at this time every single day, do this many workouts a week, do this, do that. And, you know, I was talking about to my therapist and I was like, is it weird or like not bad, but why don't I have many this year? And not to say that I don't have goals for this year and I'm not inspired for this year and, you know, better myself, but I've literally written one down and that's to drink my greens and creatine every single day. And so far, it's going pretty well. Done it every single day, which I'm very happy for. And she basically was like, no, not at all. You know, it's good that you've got big goals and stuff, but it almost means that you're actually living in the present. And you're not putting too much on the future in terms of I've got to do this, I've got to do that you're actually getting closer to the lifestyle that you want to live because there's not too much you want to change. Not to say that I'm living the perfect lifestyle, but I'm living the perfect lifestyle for right now. And yes, I'm going to put in small things like have my greens and creatine every morning or stuff like that just to help me kind of feel motivated to do it every day. But it's almost like I'm happy with with where I'm at. And I'm so up for small changes, like getting more sleep, drinking more water, you know, hitting my fitness goals I wanna reach, like completing my marathon training and maybe getting a new like calisthenic skill this year or a few. But she didn't say it was a bad thing at all, which obviously was like nice to hear too. And it kind of opened up my eyes that maybe when I was younger, I had so many New Year's resolutions because I felt like I wasn't good enough and that maybe if I did all of these things then I would be good enough. So it's just food for thought um, and recognizing 
which New Year's resolutions come from a place of love and wanting to nourish your body and nourish your mind? And then which ones are there so you can feel that you're good enough? Maybe the ones that aren't so loving, the ones that are adding pressure, the ones that make you feel that you need to do them otherwise you're not perfect. Do you know what I mean? You know when you have so many little things like, I must wake up at this time, I must do this, I must do that, I must do this. It's almost like you're creating these barriers around you so that if everything is perfect, nothing else can come your way, nothing bad in life or whatever can come your way, or you'll feel better about yourself. And I don't want to say that not being in routine doesn't make you feel good. I, you know, with doing a bit of traveling this year, I've, you know, I've noticed that when I am a bit of out, out of routine, and that's not to say oh, I'm sad that I'm not going to the gym every day. It can be everything from getting a consistent sleep schedule to going to the gym and feeling motivated and know what I'm doing. Because sometimes, you know, recently what I found the last, like, few weeks in Australia, um, maybe the whole time, I don't know. Like, no, I had some good sessions at the beginning. But the last couple of weeks, I've gone into the gym and I won't lie, I've been really unmotivated. I don't know what I want to do. I literally do a few exercises and I'm like, so what do I do now? Like, what are my goals? I don't think there's any other exercises that I'd enjoy right now. I don't feel too energized. And so I'm not like being, like I'm not able to give my max in my sessions. Anyways, I was talking about New Year's resolutions and yeah, I just think, maybe if you're feeling the new year scaries and you've written loads of things down and all of this stuff maybe just go review them maybe cross a few out maybe say okay i've written 10 new habits i want to try can i just try one at the moment can i do it every single day until i either realize that maybe it doesn't make me feel good or as happy or actually you know most of the time taking your vitamins or getting some sunshine in every day or waking up at the same time every day is actually going to make you feel so good and after a month you're going to be like I can feel the benefit I can understand the benefit and I want to continue this and then it might become a little bit more of your schedule and routine and then you might be able to add another thing so that might help okay so I'm going to go on to some of the questions that were on my Instagram and the first one is how to have goals around food and exercise in terms of new habits without fixating on it in a negative way. I think in terms of food, what I would say, and this has helped me so much, is instead of trying to take away things, try to add things. So let's say you're an absolute beginner with health and fitness, you're trying to get into it. Instead of making yourself go, right, no uh, sugar, no fats, no carbs, no all of this, no any of that, because firstly, we really need fats and carbs in our diet. They're so essential, right? But you're just gonna honestly overwhelm yourself and you'll just go right back to where you started. Whereas if you go, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner. You don't need to think about it too much, right? But go, can I add some veggies to my dinner? Could I add, 
could I take some vitamins in the morning? Could I drink some greens in my day? And obviously, if you're starting off, I wouldn't even say you need too many supplements. I think to literally start with, you know, having literally fruits and vegetables, having those foods high in nutrients like nuts and seeds and legumes, (laughs) Um, but just having like a balanced diet and stuff. But just adding small things, right? So and you can take that advice to any stage you are at. And that's the same with me. Like, if I ever find myself get into some eating habits that are a product of me being really busy and feeling stressed and feeling like I don't have enough time to cook nutritious meals and I'm getting takeout most of the time or whatever, or I'm just making like really quick food. I don't go to myself when I've kind of understood that like, okay, maybe I could pop a few more nutrients in. I don't go, right, I'm gonna cook every single meal, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, no, no, no. I just go, okay, with this dinner you're gonna have tonight, just cook some broccoli. (laughs) Or with my breakfast, I'll be like, just have a few berries or some fruit. And so just adding small amounts, I think can be some great advice and it will help you not fixate it in a negative way because you're not really taking away anything, you're just adding. And you'll realize that you'll probably actually enjoy quite a few of the things that you're adding. You may want a little bit more of it. You might want it in every meal. And that's the same for don't try cut out food groups. Don't try decrease your calories. Like taking away things from yourself are gonna make you want it more and make it seem more like a battle in your brain. And as soon as you have a battle in your brain, that's when it all goes upside down. Whereas if you can be proud that you had an extra portion of vegetables with a meal or something, cool. But if you're there like, oh my God, I can't eat this takeout my friends are having. I can't eat this meal my mum cooked. You're just gonna get in this little whirlwind. In terms of exercise, the way that helps me not fixate it in a negative way is by having performance goals rather than aesthetic goals. And this has really helped me recently when, like, I'll be completely honest, guys. I haven't had great body image the last, like, week and a bit. And it felt weird to even recognize that because of how much work I've done in terms of my relationship with my body. I was like, oh my God, like, what's going on? And, you know, a good friend of mine said to me, like, look, everyone is feeling this at the moment like you don't realize how many people are feeling like this like it's so natural after christmas and new years when you've naturally rested more you've naturally eaten more and that's absolutely okay to feel a little bit different in your body like it's okay and we do not need to rush into changing ourselves quickly or anything like that also it wasn't just that like oh I've eaten more like I really wasn't stressing in the present moment at all how much or what I was eating during like the Christmas period and so that's like major growth because normally it's like a two and two two and two I don't know but normally like I would be so aware of how much I was eating and what I was eating my body image would like hit me straight away the week after two weeks after all of that jazz whereas for me it was just like when I found myself getting back into routine of things like in January I've just been like oh okay and then 
what I'm trying to say is the other thing is that it's been the week of my period right and knowing that can really help you split the two up and understand like hormones like last week like I've just come onto my period it's probably like day four or something so kind of coming off it now but I the the week that my body image wasn't amazing was literally that week and your body naturally does change and I do think the last two periods have kind of not hit me harder in terms of flow (laughs) but hit me harder in terms of like pre-menstrual symptoms or whatever you want to call it and so just like noticing changes in my body and just reassuring myself that it's absolutely okay and I think that's where the growth is as well is like okay yes I've noticed a few things but stopping yourself taking any drastic changes because I feel like when you take drastic changes you're like reconfirming with yourself that it's not okay do you know what I mean whereas I'm just like taking it slow and I'm like I am in no rush there is absolutely nothing wrong with my body right now I'm gorgeous okay and it's just a little mind thing and I'm just doing me doing as best as I can that's all but what I was saying was that this week when I've entered the gym to be really kind to myself like extra kind I'm not walking in the gym to be like right I want to you know normally I get like a bit of a pump on I'm like feeling myself in the mirror and I'm like yeah go on like still training for performance with like probably half my workout when it's in terms of like pull-ups or in terms of like how much I'm lifting and then right at the end I've got a cheeky little pump and I'm like yeah aesthetic gains um all in a positive way really but like this last week when I entered the gym I knew that wasn't really the headspace I was in and I've when I say this week I've only like I've been twice in the whole week and again that's still really good but I yeah was just super kind with myself and I was like just do what feels good the fact that you are entering the gym is a win it doesn't matter if you don't feel like you did much it doesn't matter if you don't feel like you worked harder enough it doesn't matter if what you saw in the mirror doesn't quite like line up with what you expected in fact don't even look in the mirror too much and I was just doing a few handstands I was doing a few bits and bobs trying to focus on performance and technique rather than you know what I'm seeing in the mirror and again if I haven't stressed enough what I'm seeing in the mirror is absolutely gorgeous sometimes your mind just has different goggles on and that's okay too but yeah if you are having any goals in terms of like hitting the gym a certain amount of times or reaching something just be kind to yourself when you don't feel like doing it and you're listening to your body obviously there's that two sides there's like healthy discipline and then there's that listening to your intuition and the best way I can describe it is sometimes to use your intuition you have to use the facts around you which kind of sounds opposite but hear me out if I wake up and I'm supposed to do a run but my legs are dead I'm aware I did a leg session the day before um I didn't get too much sleep I I don't know something else might have hit me maybe something emotional 
I'm listening in like I'm listening to my intuition in the way of I can feel how I'm feeling and that is tired but I can also notice that there's facts around me that tell me that my body is actually tired like you are tired and it doesn't mean that if one day I wake up and I'm absolutely exhausted for no apparent reason you know I feel like there always is a reason and I think sometimes we think that because oh well no I haven't exercised this week but it could be emotional you could have had an emotional week you could have had a stressful week and they're all factors too so that's what I mean by like picking up on the facts around you and so that helps me with my intuition and then obviously there's that side of healthy discipline and I've definitely had to use it while marathon training because there's a number of runs you can skip and you don't want it to become a weekly thing that you maybe miss one run out a week obviously we are completely different human beings and if you found that you're doing too many runs a week that might be a great idea for me I found a happy medium with running three runs a week and all three different types of runs so a long run an easy run and like a speed run so either tempo or interval and so there's there's been days where I don't feel like doing it but I'm aware that it's four o'clock in the morning I've just woken up of course every day I don't leap out of my bed sometimes I don't get too much sleep but there are times where I just need to get the run done and those are the moments where I literally have to tell myself Anna this is what discipline means I get up I do my thing I feel so good after but I'm not using the discipline in terms of you must not eat this you must work out to change your body and I think that's the slight difference you know having a performance goal that is driven purely by do something doing something hard doing something challenging doing something to increase your performance but not with the back burner of to lose weight to change my body because I've definitely had goals in the past where I've covered it up by a performance goal I've said I want to be able to run a marathon no to be fair I've never said that I've said it in my past maybe like I want to go on two runs a week maybe when I was like 16 or something but in the back of my mind I was doing those runs to lose weight if that makes sense so that's kind of like the best example I can give of that the next one I guess I don't know in what way it's being asked it says how to be motivated to eat in the morning i don't know whether you're kind of someone who doesn't have appetite like genuine like doesn't have appetite in the morning or whether it's kind of like a fear i think something that helps me and that i found when i kind of talk to friends about it or people around me and they're not too motivated to eat breakfast or just like kind of a mindset I have is when you eat in the morning you are quite literally waking your body up and there's something I think it's called run hot and run hot means you're active and you're eating a great amount and you're not fasting you're not having long periods without eating you're quite literally food's going in you're doing activity food's going in 
whatever um and you're eating like a great amount each day you're active you have energy so it's not necessarily that you're moving all day but it's the fact that you have energy all day whereas on the other side sometimes people can run cold um and more of potentially that disordered eating of eating less and less each day longer periods of time without food decrease in energy you're generally getting colder you've got less energy for your workouts and that's kind of running cold and that's what I used to do in a period of my life and now I so much more prefer being an energized human and one thing that I have found is that I really love eating when I wake up like straight away obviously I like I brush my teeth but within yeah like literally waking up brush my teeth get up put some clothes on I am downstairs having breakfast it is my wake up call I don't want to fast at all I don't want to go hours without eating because I think also you run on stress you know you wake up with cortisol and you're kind of just like running off adrenaline in the morning and I don't want to say it's fake energy but I would so much rather eat and start my day running off that food rather than running off stress and adrenaline to be fair and yeah so I use it as kind of the thing that wakes up my system and I feel like once I eat my whole body is kind of activated it's turned on it's metabolizing it's doing all its functions and so that's what motivates me to eat in the morning and it's become a total routine now um to be fair I've always been a breakfast person obviously there was periods when I like struggled with the disordered eating that I'd try push it back but just naturally as like a morning eater I found it really hard so yeah and I think if it's one of those things where you just like don't have appetite I think just getting in the routine of it and being like this is what you do because there are most definitely times where I wake up and I'm not like that hungry but I don't really think about it I kind of just wake up and eat if I want to eat a tiny bit less then I do that like if I'm really really hungry I'm gonna have like toast and scrambled eggs or something and if I'm slightly less hungry I'll have a bowl of yogurt or if I'm more hungry I'll have a big bowl of yogurt like a granola bowl so I guess that's the part where I'm eating with intuition but I'm always waking up and eating breakfast okay the next question is such an interesting question and it's being jealous well, not interesting but just like I don't think well I think like more people resonate it than we think and that's being jealous of people with your dream body and I think there was more to the question but I kind of just wrote down the main topic and you know I resonate to it in an older version of myself I really really struggled with it I would see a body and I would be like oh my god why don't I have that or they're just better than me or just really really compare myself and now I'm in a place of like if I see someone with a cooler looking body I'm just like oh cool and walk past there is no comparison and there's a few reasons for that one I now understand genetics and that some people in their life will have the body that you know is our dream body but they don't necessarily have to do much for it 
it's not to put them down at all it's just to understand that why put your body through so much strain and pressure and beating yourself up to try reach something like that do you know what I mean for me it's not worth it I think also the term dream body is really interesting because I don't think anyone else should have your dream body but your body like you are what you're working with and we are all so different and I think to point at someone else's body and say that's my dream body it's quite tough on yourself because people have different size of hips different size of ribs different size length of body everything and to go that's my dream body and your body's there like bro my bones are different <laughs> like so for me I don't really say like oh that person has my dream body I go I'm my dream body yes some days or some months I'm potentially on a different scale of it like on a different scale on it I don't, I don't know how to describe it but I'm only ever going to be what my body can be another thing that really helped me was and that's something I learned through my disordered eating past was you don't actually ever know what someone is going through to maintain that body and so when I thought that maybe everyone just had better body better bodies than me when I did get to a super ripped slim stage there were periods where I really wasn't doing healthy things and so when I came out of that body when I would see other bodies I was like Anna don't even think for a second because you have no idea whether that's genetics or whether they are starving themselves and I don't want to starve myself so I don't really want to even go there do you know what I mean like you have no idea and so to even try and work towards that body can be quite dangerous because you may think that person's eating healthy but what they did was so impossible and you might find yourself decreasing your food trying to look like that oh I'm getting closer but not enough more 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 and yeah one day you might reach that body but what it took you was so impossible to maintain and so like destroying for your body and your mental health you then suddenly realize ah that's how that person got there and then realize that that lifestyle turned your life upside down again could be completely genetics so you might make yourself go down this horrible mental health path to look like someone else that didn't have to go through that but you only knew by going through that path another thing is that they may have been working out and eating in a balanced way for years for years that they may have done it so slowly that dream body so slowly and such in a healthy balanced way that it took them years upon years and you're trying to reach that in one year you're trying to reach that in six months actually you might be trying to reach that in a month because you've got a holiday coming up and you're like i need that body so again remove yourself from that pressure remove yourself from idolizing someone else's body because you have no idea what's gone into it and the last thing that will help you when you see someone else's body on your instagram page and it's just come up right there in front of you 
is go, you know what? They are gorgeous. Appreciate them, but also appreciate yourself and go, I am gorgeous too. Like that's my last point of call is I go, they look amazing, but so do I. And that kind of double level of appreciation. And you can always, well not always, you can also do it the other way around. Notice when you judge others. Oh, that's not what I want to look like. Oh, can't imagine looking like that or having those arms or having those legs. Because you're putting yourself above them. But what happens is, if you're constantly, you know, it it comes right back at you. You put yourself above someone. The next person that walks by with your quote-unquote dream body, you're going to put yourself below. And so you're constantly flicking yourself above and below, above and below. You're at a party. Oh, that person, like, I think I look better. Okay, cool, I'm above. Oh, that person looks better than me. Oh, suddenly my mood is low. Whereas, you know, I think I think that was a realisation I had like two years ago or something. And I kind of really started noticing when I put myself above someone and stopped that. And then it helped me stop putting myself below someone. The next thing that people asked about was for me to talk about rest day guilt. And I'm just going to give you my opinion on rest day. Take what you want. But I love a rest day. I absolutely love it. It makes so much sense to me. It literally allows my body to recharge and be stronger for the next day. Like, I couldn't imagine anything worse than working out consecutively every single day because I'm just going to decrease in performance. Whereas if I have a rest day or two or three, I'm going to charge back up and, oh my God, when I hit the gym again, I'll go on a run. Boom. She's flying. She's off. When I take a rest day, like, you know what's so crazy? Like, obviously, I love doing pull-ups and stuff. And I could be, like, training pull-ups, like, quite a few times a week. And then suddenly work will hit me and I'll have a week off and I'll come back and I'll like hit a PR because my body's rested that much and I'm also so much more motivated. Obviously there's that other side of like, for example, like the last couple of weeks, I've taken a few weeks off the gym, all of that stuff, came back to do some pull-ups and oh my God, did I feel like a sack of potatoes. And no, I'm not putting my body down, literally just in a way of, I struggled to get my body up. Obviously I could do a few, but I, it did feel harder and so obviously there's like always that like other side of things but when I'm like doing my day-to-day routine and it's not like the one-off of like Christmas and stuff on my rest days like I completely like when I come back to the gym I completely feel the benefit and that's not to say that I haven't felt the benefit from having rest from the gym during Christmas time too because I think it's allowed me to reevaluate, you know, what are my actual goals for this year? And I feel like I kind of want to re-inspire myself. Obviously, I'm training high rocks at the moment. Well, I'm not actually training too much, if I'm being real honest. But I am doing a competition in April. And so it's definitely going to come a little bit more into my routine. But I still just love general strength training. So I kind of want to find some new goals because at the moment I'm doing bicep curls, shoulder presses and a few lateral raises and that's all, maybe some lat pull downs, but in terms of machine and weights, 
that's all I'm doing and it's really not motivating me too much and I don't know what will I think I want to obviously like get back into a little bit more calisthenics because I literally love it I think what I found hard is that the last two sessions I've come back I've gone in to do calisthenics and I found everything really hard so that's really and like not that I haven't been too energized but like I just feel a bit stiff I don't have a crazy amount of energy to try again and try again at skills I don't feel like I'm moving that easily so I'm like well this just feels hard I'm gonna stop but I'm gonna get back into it you know that's what I'm doing at the moment and just doing the action of stepping into the gym turning up like my last two gym sessions I could walk out and literally feel like I hadn't worked out but that doesn't matter I'm turning up and I think that's one of the biggest things I think also something to note is on the rest day guilt don't feel guilty if you eat more I think it's such a like a unspoken about thing because a lot of people will talk about like you know maybe I'll eat a little bit less on a rest day no god I eat more my body's like catching up with itself and not in a way of like I'm over exercising at all I'm just like recharging also when I don't exercise I think I naturally eat more anyways like no obviously if I do a hard session I'm packing the food in like no other but I don't know like on a rest day I think I just naturally eat a bit more like I'm just chilling and so I'm just letting you know just in case you feel guilty about that I also think like especially let's say before a long run day I'm gonna have a rest day right and I'll naturally eat more food and especially carbs because I'm so aware of how much fuel I need the next day kind of thing and even if it wasn't a 24 kilometer run or a 20 kilometer run or a long run and it was literally like just a gym session the next day I probably would want to like get in a good amount of carbs and a good amount of food so that I can feel energized because how pointless would it be to have a rest day reduce your food and then wake up the next day hungry and unenergized uh, like yeah unenergized and not feeling like you can work out like is that not just like taking out the point of a rest day I don't know and another thing I want to say is if you're having more than one rest day that is so okay I don't want to tell you how many rest days sometimes I have well it's not that I don't want to tell you like <laughs> it's just a saying but there are times I'm busy with work in my week and it will just kind of take over and I won't hit the gym in a while or I'll be on holiday and I'll be traveling and I won't hit the gym in like 10 days it is so okay as soon as you get on your fitness journey every year that goes by you're going to realize how long your fitness journey is because you want to know how long it is it's your whole freaking life I want to be working out when I'm 90 years old I want to be climbing a mountain when I'm 80 I want to be able to do a handstand when I'm like 89 watch me do it I'll still be on socials whatever we're doing in that time of age but age of time I don't really know anyways it's not a one month thing it's not a one year thing it's so like it's literally our whole life and 
you're going to find that there's going to be times where you're injured. There's going to be times where you're working a lot. There's going to be times where you have children or, I don't know, do anything else that life naturally brings you. And you're going to have rest days and you're going to get so okay with them because you realise it's part of life. So you might as well start now understanding that it's part of life and that it's not linear and that you don't have to work out every day or the same amount each week because it's just going to happen. Before we go into the next part, I'm just going to talk to you about my morning, right? Um, I So yesterday, obviously, like I had a rest day. I fueled myself up, packed in those carbs because today I was supposed to run a 24 kilometer. And you can already hear by my voice because I said supposed to. I didn't do it. Um, got to bed late last night, went to bed at around 10 and in the Gold Coast you have to wake up at like 4 if you want to go on a long run because by the time you're out the house like latest you want to start your run by 5 right because even at 6.37 it's hot Um, and so woke up at like 4.15 or 4.30 and I woke up and straight away I was like do I want to do this and I was like yeah okay got up and started getting ready and then this wave of tiredness hit me and this unmotivation and I lied on my bed and my friend was like what are you doing and I was like I don't want to go on the run like and he was like well just decide what you want to do and then (laughs) like I was like fine I don't want to go and it felt quite weird because normally when I decide my long run day it's a decision you decide the night before you don't decide the morning because otherwise every morning you would just skip it or not every morning but I don't know and like by the way I already kind of like half got in my running gear did my hair I had my like banana and dates to kind of like set my run off and because I didn't have loads of time for it to like digest and stuff and I have like gels and stuff for my run and then so then I was like I didn't do it and it was like a weird feeling of like okay not that I was relying on the feel-good hormones but obviously after a run a long run in your day you just feel like superwoman and then we were like what should we do and they're like right let's go gym let's just go have some fun went to the gym sat in the car park for like 40 minutes just chatting about life and then finally entered the gym and again it was one of those sessions where like I was okay but didn't feel too strong didn't do too much whatever didn't really know what to do and yeah now I'm doing it tomorrow I'm doing my long run tomorrow so you might be like Anna that was so irrelevant but I feel like I just had to get that off my chest because even I have those times where you plan to do something you don't and it's not that you feel guilty about it it's just it's different to what you had planned but I was listening to my body and that's the main thing I had six hours of sleep last night and that's not going to do me good and so I'm really going to try my best to get to bed early tonight so I can really you know give myself that I don't want to say energy to rely on but one more thing that 
will boost my run tomorrow and it was funny because after the gym I was lying down on the sofa and I was like just in one of those not stroppy moods but just in a little bit of a lower mood for a second and I was just releasing all the thoughts off my mind to my friend and I was just like oh like maybe I should have just gone on my run today like it would have got it out the way because now I have to do it tomorrow and I should have done this and I should have done that and he was just like pause for a second you made decisions at the time with the circumstances around you with what you wanted to do you woke up you felt tired you didn't feel like it was the right day and so you made the decision to not go on it you can't now in the present moment look back in the past and try to change that because at the time it's what you made your decision on and honestly that piece of advice helped me so much because it's so true like sometimes we'll decide not to do something we'll be okay with it in the moment and then halfway through the day we're like oh I should have done this and I should have done that and it's like but you didn't and you decided at the time that that's what you were going to do so instead of dwelling on it and making it more of a situation because you're only going to make it more of a negative situation drop it leave it and work with the present moment and in that moment Anna stood up took a shower and sat down to record her podcast (laughs) I just kind of wanted to share that just in case someone else has gone through that recently maybe it's with marathon training maybe it's with something else they needed to do I just I needed to get that off my chest (laughs) the next one we're going to talk about is how to get over obsessive eating habits and I know exactly what you mean I used to have 20,000 rules under the sun couldn't eat that couldn't eat this couldn't eat that after a workout couldn't eat this before a workout couldn't eat this if I didn't work out can't eat that food group can't eat that because it's got a certain amount of calories per 100 grams I was a serial calorie counter and oh my god did it take away so much from me anyways I'm gonna go through some tips number one start introducing some spontaneity into your lifestyle if friends invite you around for food or out for food if you get offered something if you go to the shops and you normally do a certain grocery shop why not add a chocolate bar to your grocery shop um yeah anything like that just noticing when those opportunities come and instead of doing the religious no i remember that i had no so easily programmed into my brain that when someone offered me i didn't even think about what i wanted i was like no thanks no thanks no thanks whereas just taking a moment and going okay but Anna said that in these moments maybe we need to allow some spontaneity into it you can't ask to not be so obsessive and then not allow yourself to have moments of spontaneity the next one is to introduce new food uh, groups (laughs) new food groups and so if you notice that you completely cut out fats say can I introduce some fats can I add nuts avocados oils meats with higher um, fat percentage in eggs avocado if I haven't said it already maybe I have 
Um, also, understanding that you can introduce unhealthy fats too. It doesn't always have to be healthy fats. And you could be like, Anna, how could you give that as fitness advice? You're supposed to be a fitness person. I'm here for the all-round happy person. And all I know is that when I cut out everything unhealthy, I wasn't as happy. And allowing yourself to have a milk chocolate chip cookie or whenever you fancy or to go past a pastry shop and look at the almond croissants and be like I fancy you and to have it makes you way more happier than just saying no and being and living in a fearful state your whole life or year or day Another thing that really helped me come out of like disordered eating patterns and obsessive behaviours was imagining what your ideal relaxed lifestyle is. How would you live if you didn't care about what your body looked like but in a nourishing way like in a oh I would love to get up for sunrise and I would love to go on a morning walk. I would love to get pastries with my friends on a Saturday morning and drink coffee and have a little chit chat about our lives. I would love to go out for dinner on a new date and eat whatever I want. I would love to go around my mum's house and cook the food that she cooks me with whatever ingredients there is. I would love to have a sleepover with my best friend and order pizza and eat Ben and Jerry's all of those things right and also thinking about things like I would love to be that girl that drinks her greens in the morning I would love to feel strong in the gym and have good workouts I would love to be able to run and all those things so it's it's that balanced lifestyle that we all wish for do that and let your body be the product of whatever that is because most of the time you're going to come to a happy place a balanced place and what your, natu- what your body will naturally set at and it will change over time. The way it's gonna start is you putting action to that right this moment. Like taking yourself up on those opportunities when people offer it to you, creating those for yourself, adding in those things that you don't already do. Um, so things like that, like imagine it and then understand that saying no to everything that you think you're not allowed or counting calories or never having chocolate is actually not part of that routine i think another thing is if we're talking about you know obsessive eating habits understand that it could be a way for yourself to keep control in your life and maybe explore that maybe journal on that where else were you taught that everything needs to be in control where else were you taught that you would be good enough if everything was in control was there a parent that demanded too much was there a lot of chaos in the house so the way to keep in control was to create control in your own little life there could be so many other examples but sometimes journaling on that will bring compassion to yourself that whoa actually i've had some experiences in my life where I've had to step up and take control and now in my adult life I'm controlling every little detail and then telling yourself that you are safe right now 
and that you can create safeness because in reality it's almost like your younger self not feeling safe and to feel safe you're putting in all of these okay if I wake up at this time if I work out at this time and if I eat this I can't eat this I'm gonna eat this amount of calories then I'll feel safe enough it's like your coping mechanism whereas you can just go straight to that part inside of you that doesn't feel safe give them a hug like literally I'm literally holding my teddy bear right now just so you know cornflake make them feel safe make them feel like they're good enough as they are and that even if everything isn't in control that's okay too something that will really help if you are in that position is can you let go of some of the beliefs that you were taught or situations that you went through in the past but understand that they're not there anymore and let it go so if you used to be in a household where there used to be a lot of chaos and control was something that calmed you but you're out of that now you don't live in that area anymore you don't live with them anymore if you journaled and reminded yourself that I'm not in that situation I'm actually safe I'm in my own home I'm in my own bed I'm holding on to my own teddy whatever that is I think it might help you and that's what I do when let's say something triggers me let's say at the beginning of this year when I struggled with rejection and at points what I had to do was literally sit myself down and talk to my younger self and be like you are not being rejected right now you are still loved you are still amazing you are not in danger right now because most of the time what was actually being triggered was my six-year-old self feeling rejected by her own father and so there were so many i can't explain so many times where i had to sit myself down and go Anna, dad is not walking away right now. This is a guy. You are 22 years old. This is a guy. Well, I was 21. But this is a present moment situation and your dad is not walking out, so it's not the same feelings. When you realize how much past stuff comes into your present moment stuff, you will be stunned, to say the least. Okay, another one is struggling with body image. Now, I know... I've already talked about a few things, you know, just like my last couple of weeks and stuff, and there's a few things I want to remind you. One, your emotional state will have an impact on it. So if you've had emotionally a hard week, if you found out some really bad news, if you have felt rejected by someone, you could very easily have glasses on tinted glasses that make you see your body in a different way that whole week and so be aware if you're having a bad body image week is there something emotional that went on if so journal on it become present with it otherwise you're just going to keep getting affected in a body image way write it down make yourself feel that actual well not make yourself feel but like become present with the actual situation going on write it down let it go and understand that your body probably hasn't changed 
it's your emotional state around it and the new pair of glasses you got on continuing on from that you know when it's to do with your emotional state and even just like having a bad body image week even if you're not able to come to the point of understanding what triggered it and the fact that it's even emotional but you're just having bad body image week i want you to focus on instead of dieting and working out more when you're seeing your body in a bigger body let's say or if you've got body image in the other way around and you want to be more muscular and bigger and you see yourself smaller um instead of focusing on trying to change that quickly focusing on changing your mood get more sleep wake up early journal or you don't even have to journal watch sunrise or make yourself a yummy breakfast put good music on get yourself to the gym and work out for a mental kind of the mental endorphins obviously physical but have an effect on your mental health do things that will fix your mood and those glasses might come off a bit more you're gonna feel more confident it's like it's the same for me this week the moment that i have a shower and i'm listening to music and i make my hair cute i put on a cute outfit i'm suddenly feeling myself right you're feeling confident you're feeling good you're feeling positive as soon as something affects me with work and i feel sad and i feel down i'm gonna see my body differently i'm gonna see everything differently the way to fix that is not by then dieting it's let's go back on it let's make ourselves feel good let's make ourselves feel less stressed maybe let's get some work done to make ourselves feel less stressed and then naturally everything else will go into the swing of things another thing i want you to know is you are in no rush take your time getting back into routine the faster you go and the harder you go back into routine and the more pressure you put on yourself to change quickly the more you're going to be in a battle with your brain Whereas if you tell yourself, you know what, there is no rush right now. I'm just going to keep turning up to my sessions or my training. Um, I'm going to keep eating foods that nourish me while eating foods that I crave and eating till fullness. Allowing your body to have time while getting back into routine. And understand that you're the only one putting pressure on yourself like no one else is asking this of you i know you think that no no no, it's because of other people other people will judge me my mum will judge me my friends will judge me the guy will judge me no 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 they are your thoughts and so releasing that and understanding that whatever body you're in right now is absolutely amazing and it's your perception of it that dictates how you see and feel about it and so i really hope that helps i will be completely honest and say i'm ravenous for lunch um and i really want some food so i'm gonna let you guys go but i would love to know whether this podcast helped you um i think you can give it well i know you can but a rating if you click on like the stars on apple Podcasts or spotify i'd absolutely love if you rated you know how you find my podcast on a general or maybe this is even your first time listening also you can give like more in detail like 
I love hearing how you found each episode. I do read through the DMs on my podcast Instagram. And so, like, feel free to, like, be like, I listened to this episode and this is what helped me because sometimes what I've really found is that when I look through my DMs and I find out, like, specific things that have helped people, I'm like, oh, no way. I, I, I didn't know that thing would have helped. And so it's really interesting looking back because then I feel like I open up more and more or say like different things or repeat different things because I'm aware that it helps people I hope that makes sense um but yeah I'm sending so much love and remember to be kind to yourself and yeah I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you guys next Tuesday bye